there's been times when I've been crying on the sidewalk in a country where I'm completely lost and someone, a stranger, just walks by, holds my hand for five minutes and then goes and you never see them again. I've been in those experiences where people have just genuinely helped people. And I think it's sort of, like I said, full circle is completely based on my personality and I believe in people's goodness. So this is a really long, windy way of saying, I think we should just believe in the goodness of humanity and find ways to support each other in ways that are consistent and provide each other strength because we're all human. Jane is the founder of Full Circle and has been awarded by the Swiss government, the President of India, the Royal Family of the UK, and various other organizations for her work in entrepreneurship and research. She's a materials engineer from Georgia Tech, a graduate of the Grand Challenge Scholars Program, and has been awarded the Highest Institute Award for Entrepreneurship, the Genius Award, and the President's Award for her work with Full Circle. This year, Jane was the recipient of the Diana Award, one of the most prestigious international accolades a young person can receive for humanitarian work and is bestowed annually by the royal family in the UK by Prince William Harry in memory of their mother, Princess Diana. This year, Jane received the award for her work at Full Circle in Mental Health. Jane also gave a TEDx talk titled, How Creative Thinking Saved My Life, which offers a fascinating look at how she adapted to survive life's challenges and how igniting and sustaining the creative spark inside of us can enrich everyone's life experiences. Jane and her team created Full Circle with the mission to tackle mental health concerns, stigma, and lack of resources among students. The Full Circle team has created a mental health video game with more than seven countries, including the US, UK, India, Canada, and others, to build new technologies and tackle government-related legislation, and most recently are looking at how they can support students affected by COVID-19 through technology. Before we begin, I wanted to share real briefly with the audience how I actually got in contact with you, Jane. So I was on LinkedIn and saw a viral post that started with, I got a weird phone call at 3 a.m. And I kept reading and soon realized that you essentially put your phone number out in the open for everyone to see on the internet so people can reach out to you when they're feeling lonely or need someone to talk to. So obviously I was intrigued. And when I went to your LinkedIn, I saw you had written in your description I spend most of my time helping strangers on the internet. And sure enough, there was your phone number on public display. So I shot you a text and I was genuinely shocked at how fast you responded, especially after the viral post. I'm sure you got tons of messages. So mm -hmm. I wanted to thank you up front for taking the time to not only respond, but hop on this podcast and ask you what led to the decision of putting your phone number out for everyone to reach out to you. <laughs> no, Vivek, I appreciate you reaching out. I think you had a really sweet message and I appreciate that. The reason I put my phone number out, and I think it's been public for more than two years now, is because I know what it's like to be completely alone. I think Full Circle was started because I was in engineering and a lot of engineers are introverts and they don't really talk. And I'm a classic definition of an engineer. I don't really, you know, go outside my social sphere a lot. And I noticed that a lot of my peers were committing suicide. There was just a huge amount of pressure on people to do well. And I felt really lonely. And so I was like, if someone felt as lonely as me and they had no one to call, who would they call, right? And then I, <laughs> surprisingly, I heard that the National Suicide Hotline was putting people on hold for about 15 minutes, which was 
atrocious. And the worst part is that people told me that people were playing jazz on the National Suicide Hotline while people, I was like, I don't know what's more depressing, people waiting on hold on the National Suicide Hotline in the US or people listening to jazz while they're on hold. It's atrocious. So my phone number's been public for about two years. I, I talk to about hundreds of people every single week. This week, it's been thousands of people that have called in. Yeah, I think it's more of a personal mission to do this. And there's nothing behind it much. It's just a personal experience that stems from it. And that was the decision. So society over the past few years has started prioritizing, and frankly, I credit Gen Z to open discussions around mm -hmm. mental health. And even though society is starting to accept the realities of mental health challenges, you've clearly just pointed out some atrocious things going on, especially with the suicide hotline. Can you tell us about your background, the problems specifically that you noticed around the discussions of mental health and how that led to you creating Full Circle with your team? When I was in engineering, I think I was in Boston for a while and I came back and I started losing all my hair. And that's very weird because I've always had really long hair. In fact, I recently got a haircut and everyone's freaking out because like the last time I lost hair, I was going bald. And people are now freaking out. I feel like a sheep that's been sure, but everyone else around me is freaking out. They're like, is something going on in your life? Like, are you going bald again? Do we, do we need to be concerned? Should we send someone to check in on you? <laughs> no, but long story short, I was in engineering. Like I said, a lot of my peers were committing suicide. Every semester we would hear of like two, three people just gone. And it, it was just bad. And, and I also, I was a really broke college kid. I didn't have money for therapy. Even with my insurance therapy, it was really expensive. And then I tried to go on the app store and download a couple of things for mental health. And I saw a meditation app charging $15 a month or something atrocious. And I was like, as a broke college kid, I'm trying to make money to pay for groceries every week. I'm not sure if I have the money for a meditation app or let alone therapy because I'm just trying to get through life and so I think that was the universal experience it was not just me I was originally making a jellyfish inspired turbine and pivoted completely to making mental health tech because I was like someone else will make a turbine but no one else is going to tackle mental health the way I want to and I was like we should do it now instead of later because if I keep waiting tomorrow I'm going to hear about another suicide that's happened you mentioned you noticed a lot of suicides. You mentioned you've had over a thousand people reach out and connect with you just this week. That is incredible. I've never heard of that in my life. You're having specifically vulnerable conversations that are quite emotional and are probably introducing you to people's experiences. And my dad always used to say that, you know, things fit into three buckets. There's, you know what you know, you know what you don't know, and you don't know what you don't know. So I was wondering if there were any things that you were learning while talking to people that you previously didn't know you didn't know? I, I think your dad is a really wise man. But I, I think from what I've heard is people are just looking for a safe space that's judgment-free. And I keep asking, I said, why don't you just go on Reddit? You know, like, why don't you just go on Reddit and talk? They're like, it's not a safe space, right? Reddit is not designed for these things. There are no sort of like really well-moderated online and offline communities for people to just talk. Because sometimes with your friends, there's an inherent expectation. <laughs> to act a certain way or do certain things if they give you a suggestion. A lot of people call me up because they just didn't have any real friends. Like they were surrounded by the third set of people that called me up were like, we don't have someone who regularly checks in with us. It's all just like, I would post once on an online community and then that's it. You know, like I would get the help and then no one would check in with me. It was not like that consistent, solid support system that so many of us need. I think 
more than anything, people were not looking for solutions. They were not looking for my advice. Mm-hmm. What they needed is someone to just pick up the phone and talk to them. I, I don't know what to think about it. I don't know if it's just sad or because I've cried so much this week talking to these people because I just realized how bad the problem really is and how many people from all over the world, you know, I, I've been on WhatsApp. People are calling me up on WhatsApp from not just the US, but from all over. I got a call yesterday from China. I've got calls from people that don't even speak English really well, but they just wanted someone to be on the phone with them for a few minutes. And so I think it's more about human connection at this point than anything else. That's what I've learned. And I think a lot of people don't seem to understand that sometimes people are not looking for solutions. Sometimes people just need to feel heard. And if I can do something to make people feel a little more heard than they are right now, then I think that's what Full Circle is aiming to do. So that's what I've learned. I think that's an incredibly mature answer and way to look at it. I think one of the things that I've learned throughout my time while I try to, I'm not going to compare myself to you in any capacity, but throughout my time trying to listen to friends or people who who need to talk something out, I've learned to not give my advice, to not necessarily tell them, this is what you should do. This is what I would do. I just have started to shut up and listen. And <laughs> that person will come to an answer themselves or, or feel more empowered to continue the journey that they're on. So for people like me who are out there who want to have these conversations with either friends or strangers or even family, what advice do you have of how to handle these conversations? The premise of Full Circle is that you will not speak unless you have a similar experience. Mm -hmm. So say you are going through your breakup and I've never had a breakup in my life. I'm not going to go sit there and give you advice being like, oh, you should do yoga and meditation and it will solve all your problems. No, unless I've gone through something similar, I will not give you advice I will just sit there and listen to your problems and be a supportive person for you and I think changing the way we talk about mental health changing the way we talk about our problems and the way we give support to people who are in a problem is what full circle is trying to do it's a huge conversation to have so can you walk us through how full circle operates so individuals can reach out to you and have these conversations and feel comfortable that they have someone checking in on them but are you also training folks on how to lead these conversations So Full Circle is an app, right? So let me just walk you through the app and I think it'll make more sense. So when you open the app, there's only two buttons. There's ask for help or there's lend help. When you ask for help, you can ask for help with anything, right? I'm going through a breakup. I don't know what to do. I feel really lonely. When you go on the lend help section, you can either share your experience of having gone through something similar or you can just send someone a supportive message, right? Saying like, I have not gone through something similar, but I understand the kind of pain you're going through and I'm here for you if you need something. And on the more check-in side of things like keeping a consistent support system people have a daily check-in where you can check in with each other if you're having a bad day we also have daily accountability partners where people sort of set goals with each other like you and i would set you know goals and then i would be like hey did you finish off reading 10 minutes today and then you would ask me hey did you finish off your goals for today and then we would keep each other accountable so it's like we're trying to make a consistent support system no there's no training involved because i don't believe people need to be trained to be human i think people just need to be given the right frameworks to think about things in a certain way and i think full circle provides a framework to think about things in a certain way so you don't need training we are in no way a replacement for like serious mental health issues where people go to like doctors and stuff no We're just trying to give people a support system. You know what I mean? Yeah, of course. No, this sounds fascinating. After this podcast, I am signing up. Yeah, you better. Of course I will. So you mentioned it's an app, right? So you're using tech Mm -hmm. to essentially tackle these mental health problems. And I would think 
attacking this mental health space would come from maybe more direct activism or policy. But I think it's unique that you're using tech and entrepreneurship to attack this space. So do you see any unique angle with attacking the mental health space through tech? This is a question that a lot of people ask me. It's like, why are five different engineers working on mental health? This is the most ironic thing ever. And I always say this, I think engineers have a way of, engineers are not engineers. I think just a logical framework of thinking about problems, right, in ways that systematically solve them instead of just tackling problems on the surface level is what's needed right now. I think I've seen a lot of solutions where people have surface level solution bringing, and I I don't want to do that. I think we need to tackle the root cause of mental health, loneliness, not having a consistent support system. I think those are things that need, need to be solved at the root. And as engineers who think more with a framework, I think what we have is a unique insight on how to systematically go about solving each of these pain points. That's that's the kind of unique expertise we bring to the table. Like I always maintain that I want to have a diverse team of people simply because it brings about different ideas. So even when Full Circle started with a completely different idea for turbines, we had, you know, aerospace engineers, we had mechanical engineers, we had um, mathematicians working on the problem. And the full circle that is now is filled with engineers, but then also we've had psychology majors come in and help us. We've had other people from like animation backgrounds come in and help us, right? So there's this diverse set of experiences that are coming in and helping shape full circle. And so I always maintain that having that sort of diverse set of like experiences and skill sets that sort of shape what you're doing is important because we're not all engineers, right? We're not serving all engineers. So having people at the table whose voice is unique and can shape things in a different way is important. I think it's an interesting answer because like you said, whether it's an animations person, an electrical engineer, an econ major like me or Mm -hmm. whoever it is, we're all being affected by mental health challenges. And it's 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 a commonality, a similarity that isn't you know, based off your industry or expertise or your GPA. And I'll tell you just to you know open up a little bit. I had never experienced mental health personally, nor mm-hmm. had I ever felt comfortable trying to empathize with someone that had been. So I went through a breakup last year. Mm-hmm. I had been dating someone for three years, uh, but she had to leave the country because um, she was living out of the country. And so made that decision to leave. And then a couple months later, I found out that she was engaged. And that hurt a lot. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that hurt a lot. And that was about a month after COVID hit. And so I was also tw- graduate class of 2020. So lost the graduation, was in quarantine, pretty depressed. <laughs> um, and for someone that was naturally, you know, a happier, energetic person that like really struck me like, oh my gosh, now I'm going through it. And, you know, I don't know, maybe some people think like, oh, you, you know, that person is, is being weak or they've never had to overcome obstacles. And it was like, I grew up as a football player in Texas, having coaches yell at me all the time. Like I went through what it was like to try to be tough and all this stuff. Mm-hmm. And it didn't matter at that point. Like it, you got to a spot where none of that mattered. And so, you know, as I'm listening to you talk, like I understand because I didn't want to go to my friends even though they were my friends, you still feel like you have to act or say certain things. So Mm. I just wanted to, you know, commend you for what you're doing. And I wanted to ask you, what's your future growth plan? If you're noticing this is affecting all humans, regardless of what they do, where they work, where they live. So the first thing is, I think I commend you for talking about that because it takes a lot of guts to talk about an experience like that. And it just seems Oh my God, that's just a hard thing to go through. So I would love to have 
someone like you share your experience at Full Circle because I feel like specifically for men it's so hard to open up the conversation and I commend men that can talk about mental health because you guys have it so much tougher than you know some women do. Going back on your question about growth honestly Vivek I've always thought about Full Circle in more organic terms. We never planned out the press and media that we got. Selfishly, I was just going out to solve my own problem with Full Circle. So Full Circle is modeled entirely on my personality. I love hugs. So there's an entire button on Full Circle where you can send someone else a hug and their phone will vibrate. So it's almost like they're touching you, right? <laughs> it's just like the entire thing is modeled on my personality. And my team, they sat down with me and they're like, are we building a solution for you? <laughs> or are we building this for the rest of the people out there in the universe? I say, hmm, if I give them the truth. <laughs> so in all honesty, we I just went about trying to scratch my own back with making full circle, but it ended up resonating with a lot of people. I think for growth, if we make something that really is helpful to people, I firmly believe that people sort of spread the word themselves. Our growth has been completely organic, and I think it will continue to be because this is a huge problem, right? It's not like we're a B2B company that's like, let's sell this solution to another company. No, it's just like we went out, we saw a problem, we're trying to solve it in the most organic way possible through the personality of the person building it. <laughs> so that's the growth plan, being authentic and genuine and just having conversation. You mentioned earlier a little bit about how this was modeled off of, you know, your experiences, your personal background, and now it's got the hug. But I wanted to highlight something that you had mentioned in your TEDx video that I recently watched. And you've done your research. I see. Oh, of course I have. You're incredible. <laughs> I read your bio and I was like, um, I need to do my research. <laughs> <laughs> so you said at 12 years old, I found myself at a crossroad. I could submit to everything that was going on in my life and lead a life of excuses and short-term decisions to try to escape the situation, or I could push myself and make my life better. Can you reiterate a little bit about what the context of that statement was and what challenges you faced, but how at 12 you got the mentality of, you know what, I'm going to take the lead and make my life better? I had a great childhood, but I don't think I had the best, right? And I think um, I had a lot of family issues. and I struggled with that for a really long time. I think a lot of people who have parents that don't get along struggle with that, right? I think it's more common in the US and in India. So I struggled with that quite a bit. And it just came to the point where I was shutting myself off completely to the rest of the world. My social circle was diminishing because I was just scared to talk to anyone about my own problems. And I said, look, I just, I feel like I'm giving myself way more sympathy than I deserve. And I need to pick myself out of this hole that I've dug for myself and I need to look around. And so we were driving past one of India's really worst conditions at the time when I was driving back with my mom from one of the court cases that she was fighting. And she told me to look out at the street and look at people who didn't have food or water. They were living on the street. And in India, it's much more common, right? You see people on the street all the time. And I think that was a huge lesson for me. I said, I will always have my problems, but if I direct my energy towards solving other people's problems and thinking about what they're going through as well, I might be able to dig myself out of this really deep, dark place that, I've got, that I find myself in right now. And I think that kind of mentality sort of saved my life because I think redirecting my energy to helping people instead of wallowing in my own sorrows got me through a lot of shit. I'll just say that. And so I don't advocate putting yourself down and saying someone else's problems are bigger than mine. No, I think it just got me through 
a really hard time in my life. Of course, I found better mechanisms of dealing with it than just plain working, right? But I think looking beyond just your personal problems in life and looking to what the world has going on is a is a good strategy to redirect your energies in some ways. Because I, I know I was a pretty dark humored kind of like person, child, 12 year old, whatever it is, when I was going through what I was going through. So when you're in a bad place, or I'm going to say I, when I was in a bad place, I wanted to blame a lot of things. So I wanted mm-hmm. to blame my ex for making a bad decision. I wanted to blame her family for not watching out for their daughter. I wanted to do all these types of things, right? Mm-hmm. That got me nowhere. And ultimately I needed to figure out myself of how to get over it and how to be happy with the situation and accept it and move on. Right. But mm-hmm. oftentimes when people are told that that's the journey of introspection or that's what you're going to get out of it to them, it might sound like you're antagonizing me and not being aware of what just happened to me. And you're mm-hmm. not giving the external injustice enough understanding of how that can affect me as a human. How do you, have that conversation where you're, you're separating, we can acknowledge the injustice that you view and happen to you versus you can take ownership of your life. And no one's asked me that question before. So good on you. <laughs> you're going well with these questions. I think what you went through was incredibly tough. And I think some of the things I've gone through and other people are going through right now, I think everyone went through so much during COVID, right? I don't think I've made it out alive. And I say made it out alive because genuinely I've been at the brink so many times. I have made it out of life because I had a consistent support system. And I don't mean just my friends. Sometimes when I came to this country with nothing in my hands, I had people and strangers who helped me out on the road without ever expecting anything in return. And I look back to, to those times, they didn't need to help me. My friends didn't need to help me, quite frankly. I was a complete mess. There's There's been times, <laughs> here's another story. I was so stressed and burnt out on my birthday that I slept off on the sofa when everyone else was celebrating around me and they just had a chocolate cake. (laughs) Um, And they're like, Jane, you need to wake up to at least blow the candles on the cake. And I was like, no guys, I'm sleeping. (laughs) So there have been so many times where I have been in that place, right? Where I feel like I'm blaming people for my misfortunes. But I think the people around me and the consistent support system that I've been able to build has gotten me through a lot of things. And I know that a lot of people don't have that, which is why Full Circle is trying to do what it's trying to do. But I think for a lot of people, love is what heals. This is going to sound so cheesy, but love is what heals so many wounds. I think for me, being loved unconditionally, not just romantically, but in other ways, even by strangers, it just feels fantastic. And sometimes that is all you need. Sometimes all you need is a stranger to sit and listen to you. I traveled to countries where I didn't know the language. They didn't speak English. I didn't speak Japanese. They didn't speak Hindi. And we just sat together on the sidewalk. They held my hand. I held their hand and we didn't say anything. And it was the best five minutes of my life. Right. And they, I have never seen them again. They're never going to see me again. But I, there's been times when I've been crying on the sidewalk in a country where I'm completely lost and someone, a stranger, just walks by, holds my hand for five minutes and then goes and you never see them again. I've been in those experiences where people have just genuinely helped people. And I think it's sort of, like I said, full circle is completely based on my personality and I believe in people's goodness. So this is a really long, windy way of saying I think we should just believe in the goodness of humanity and find ways to support each other in ways that are consistent and provide each other strength because we're all human. 
I don't know if that answered your question at all. No, it answered it perfectly. You credited me for good questions, but you're giving me great answers. So we make a great team. We make a great team. <laughs> I love it. What you guys are doing is incredible. You've been featured all over the media. You've been recognized by governments all over the world. How can our community get involved besides, you know, you mentioned signing up, lending a hand, downloading the app, but is there any other ways that our community could get involved with your mission and help spread the power of Full Circle? Sign up on the website, Vivek. Sign up. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think you have to be completely involved with Full Circle, right? I think you, if you sign up for Full Circle, that's great. If you don't, just be there for your friends. So many people just need another friend. Or just be kind to the stranger walking down the street. If you see them having a bad day, just talk to them. There's so many people in the last week that have called me saying, we weren't expecting you to pick up our calls. Talking about your life experiences authentically, whatever platform you have, whether you do it on Full Circle, whether you do it on a TED Talk, you do it elsewhere. If you share your full self and your life story, it might just become someone else's survival guide. I always say this, right? The fact that you told me you were in Texas and you had this, you know, stigma of talking about, you know, I was on the football team and people have a certain image of football players, right? Yeah. And you talked about going through this breakup and not feeling man enough or feeling man enough for the first time in your life. I don't know, but I would love to hear about that experience. You know, that sounds fascinating. And I think people sharing their life stories with each other is has a unique sort of vibe to it if we're going to end it on that. But yeah, that's what I suggest. Well, I think that's a wonderful piece of advice. I think that's reminding people that you might be a student, you might be an entrepreneur, you might be a coder, you might be whatever you are, but we're all just human. And we need to have the human to human connection. So I love that. I love that we are ending on that. And to everyone listening, y'all totally got to check out her TEDx talk beyond all the incredible things that we've covered. She talked about a funny story about her experiment with cockroach poop okay. and how that landed her an award with the president of India. So I'm going to leave it there with no context. So people will go. Listen. <laughs> <laughs> but no, seriously, she's awesome. Check out Full Circle. Sign up. If you don't, she'll yell at you clearly as she's done to me. Thank you so much for joining us and everyone enjoy the weekend. We'll catch y'all next week. Bye, Vivek. Thank you for having me.